Hello, ducks, beagles, and obvious plot twists. This is the definitive list of everything ever, colon, DuckTales Reboot Edition. Special edition? Bonus edition? The Star Wars Trilogy Special Edition? Nah, whatever. We're talking about the DuckTales Reboot. With me, I have Ma Beagle. It's James. Yes. Excellent. I'm glad to be here. Thanks, Ma. And the ugly... (laughs) The ugly beagle triplets. All three of them. <laughs> one person. It's Derek. At least I have beautiful eyes. You can't take that away from me. <laughs> All right. I, I'm i not going to even comment on that. <laughs> so uh, this week we watched episode four of the DuckTales reboot, which came out uh, on last Saturday. And it is called The Beagle Birthday Massacre. The general plot to the Beagle Birthday Massacre, A, there is no massacre, so uh, it lies, but Webby meets up with hipster, cool, millennial duck Lena, and they go on a harassment adventure to try and ruin Ma Beagle's birthday party for no reason whatsoever, and Huey, Dewey, and Louie show up to do nothing, and then they ruin the Beagle's birthday party, and Lena learns the true meaning of family friendship and then you find out lena is magica at the end spoilers no one cares or has magica in an amulet or magica is her shadow or no magica is her aunt mm-hmm. her antulet <laughs> <laughs> nice okay <laughs> go. and i had something else to say about me what was oh yeah also if you're the kind of person that watches this show for scrooge mcduck you know the main character <laughs> david tennant like the reason you watch the show, this one does not have a minute at all. So don't watch this one. Okay, it, moving what on. What if your reason is to see the nephew's mom? Well, then you probably don't want to watch this one either because the nephew's <laughs> mom was not in it unless the nephew's mom is somehow Lena or Magica, whatever mm. her – I don't know her last name is. What if their mom is Magica? Well, she has, she has a name and it's not Magica Dispel. Yeah, but no. what if she became Magica Dispel? People can change their names. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Checks out. Webby Gale's name, new name is Webby. It's always been Webby. That was her nickname. Yeah, but her full name you've, is Webby Gale. You've heard it here first. Magica Lispell is actually the nephew's mom. Yeah. Donald mm. Duck's sister. Mm. Yeah. This is now official canon. <laughs> mm. This is an exclusive uh, leak. Exclusive leak. Exclusive yes. from the definitive list of every leak ever. What did you guys think about this episode? What's good about it? What did you like? The title's just... fantastic. Yeah. I just Beagle. wish there was a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> I asked the title. Is, is that a reference that I don't get? I think it's a no, reference like... to a song. No, I like the title. Oh, you mean, I don't know. I just like the title a lot. Yeah. I um... just thought, like, the Beagle birthday befuddlement. That would be alliterative. Or butt clenching. I don't know. <laughs> it's something that starts with the B. Wait, Derek, yeah. I have a question for you. Okay. And you and please try and restrain yourself. I know I'm asking something you're excited that I'm asking you. Is Lena in the comic book? <laughs> oh, no. Um, I don't believe so. Oh, I'm it not wasn't one... the comic book character you thought it was. No, it wasn't. Which considering, <laughs> which considering, um, the reveal at the end of the episode was probably for the better. I have another question. Are there 7,000 weird Beagle Bros in the comic book? There are an unspecified number of Beagle Boys in the comics, but usually they're all identical to each other. 
Okay. There's not like the funny French one. No. And the funny the creepy clown ones. Uh, yeah, the, the, the clowns. Clown. Are great. I like the friendly ones. They're my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I'm not sure how how I feel about the deja vu's and the deja vu's. No, that was a good joke. That was like <laughs> one of the only jokes that felt like it was well executed. <laughs> frankly. Okay. Yeah, I like I like the character of Lena. Like, I thought they did a good job of introducing a brand new character and making her interesting within the span of, you know, one episode. So I mm-hmm. thought they did that pretty well. Uh, I liked all the... Uh, I did like her, but... You didn't? Continue. Okay. No. Well, fair enough. But, yeah, I liked all the different Beagle Boys, because I do like seeing some variety brought in there, and there were some there were some pretty funny ones. Um, it was weird seeing, like, the, what was it, the extreme Doritos, tacos, whatever they were, the, like, the, <laughs> the X-Games guys. Doritos, tacos. Yeah. yeah, the X-Games, Beagle Boys. Yeah, which I was like, oh, hey, you know. Evil can evil Beagle Bros. Yeah, and I was just, like, watching them thinking, you know, that used to be considered hip. Not yeah. any time recently, though. Well, within the past couple decades. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I liked that Webby got uh, an episode with like another character that wasn't the nephews. I didn't yeah. think that was... It was good to see her like interact with people that don't already just accept her weirdness and mm-hmm. have, that per- have that person kind of come to understand her. I didn't feel like there was any more reciprocation, really. I didn't feel like Lena got a level of understanding from Webby. They just quickly threw in this thing about how she doesn't believe in family. And at the end she does, but then she might not cause she's evil. And so I'll, mm. I, her, it felt like she was a character where that reveal at the end should have happened further in maybe yeah. like another episode. And like uh-huh. they tried to cram like a whole bunch of character development into this character that didn't really have much to begin with. Yeah. I feel like a lot of this episode was based on just contrivances. And setups for future episodes. Mm. But every every episode so far has ended on a stinger like that. Where they're like, ooh, we're going to tease something that's going to happen. And maybe mm. it will, maybe it won't. I, like, we'll see. But every single episode has been like that. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Like, in the beginning, I was like, okay. And now I'm like, eh. Does Day Trip of Doom have a stinger? Uh, yeah, it's the... Wait, Day Trip of Doom. Um, the one where they go to the... No, they don't. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't think that one has a stinger. No. But the other ones do. It just has the Beagle Bow Pro. It's just the yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last one doesn't. was Gizmo Duck, and this one mm-hmm. is... Yeah, what I kind of think of, like, the whole... What they're doing with the character of Lena is that it feels... It does kind of feel like something that should have taken more than one episode to bring up the betrayal storyline because i think a good example of that done right was the uh judas contract storyline from the teen titans comics where you're basically introduced to a character who is hey here's someone that's you know friendly and actually establish them as being someone that is close to the main characters and then later on it is revealed that she is a double agent why can't you pick something people have actually seen? Literally going to say thank you for the super mainstream reference. Like maybe you could have just said like game. think of Boromir from Lord of the Rings. There's a character that everyone knows, and that he betrays actually, them. Yeah, it's not. Eh. It's kind of obvious from the beginning that Boromir may be up to no good. So it doesn't. Not in the books. I don't know. When I read the books, I kind of thought eh, something was going to happen. Then again, this was like 20 years ago. So I, what do I remember? Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. 
Anyway. Please contact us at Burning Lizard Studios on Twitter to tell these guys that, yes, you have heard of the Teen Titans. No, we've yeah. heard of the Teen Titans. People yeah, but in order, in order to make that a fair assessment, please also contact him telling you if you haven't heard of that particular Teen Titan plotline, and we'll weigh the number of responses. <laughs> All right. Anyway, And yeah. also, while you're doing that, uh, put a little exclamation point at the end if you care about the nephew's <laughs> mom, and put a sad emoji if you don't care. <laughs> You're gonna have to let that go one of these days. <laughs> I will no. never, I will never let it go until the truth is revealed and the mom ends up being Mob Beagle. <laughs> oh god! Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> hmm. I am Mob Beagle. Yeah. What were you gonna say before I interrupted you? Um, it's fine. I, I, I liked James's comment about this feeling like an episode of like contrivances. It didn't feel like any of the obstacles that ran into the way of the protagonists had any set of like flow. It just felt like they were consistently in the wrong place at the wrong time. They would solve the problem and then move on and be like, we solved the problem. Yay. And then another problem would just appear and they would execute on that. And they just did that, you know, seven or eight times and the episode ended. There's no like flow or pacing to the conflict in this story. And like the whole idea of Webby being betrayed by the nephews because they left her also like didn't, have much of a payoff yeah that i did think that was kind of weird when i was watching it the first time because the moment lena says oh you mean like they ditched you i thought back to huey was going to give her his place in the boat she said no that's That's kind of her fault i understand what they were going for she you know she didn't want to impose but at the same time it's kind of like you can't say that they excluded you because he was literally going to give you a spot. Which was weird because that was like the whole basis of the episode was she felt yep. excluded and then she had someone who had inside jokes. But she could have been included if she just accepted the offer at the beginning. It plays it off as if it's Huey, Dewey, and Louie's fault and then that's like further accented by making them useless for the rest of the yeah. episode. Which, yeah. whatever, I don't really mind if, if a set of characters is useless or not if it pushes the plot forward because like all of them are kind of useless at some point. But yeah. But it felt like it was pushing the theme that they were – not like integrating with webby very well but Mm, it felt like it wasn't for lack of effort if anything lena was the one that was like not she was like kind of pushing webby away she left her like Mm, after making a big stink about them leaving her she does the exact same thing to webby and it's like okay but she's in the right at the end like i don't Mm -hmm. understand yeah it's like setting up a webby lena friendship in a future episode where then the big betrayal is going to happen and, you know, Webby's going to first betray the brothers and then the nephews, the brothers of each other, I guess. And then, you know, oh, look, Lena is actually going to betray you for Aunt Magica, who's also the nephew's mother. You've heard it here first. Right. Like, it's just kind of a setup that you can see coming a mile away. Yeah. It felt like, the way the episode sorry Derek, just real fast i feel like yeah. the way the episode should have worked is like this is an introducing that these characters have common ground not it ends with them being like you're part of the family now after one episode mm. right yeah i think this plot feels like it would have worked better using the character dynamics from the early episodes of the old show because there there was a lot more huey do and louie not liking webby because ill cooties and you know, we are boys written in the 90s, so we dislike girls. 80s. 80s, was it? Really? Oh, okay. Yes. I watched it in the <laughs> 90s. But nonetheless, the point being, it's the kind of story that 
feels like it would have required them to have been more antagonistic towards her for the moral of the story to work. Meanwhile, they were perfectly accommodating. There just wasn't any room in the boat, and she said no. Which is weird, because then they're all on the boat later? I think they took stuff out. I didn't Um, get that either. It's like, how... Did they take stuff out, maybe? I think they did, because... They must have. Yeah, the they f- must have dumped everything and then gone. Mm. There yeah. is a way to also make it. Uh, is the uh, I don't get the inside joke joke. Like, mm. he, like they all think it's hysterical that he got lost, and Webby <laughs> feels awkward to Webby that she can't laugh at the joke because she's not in the joke. But the thing is, we as an audience feel the same way. Was that the point? I think so, probably. Because I did... it just made it really awkward. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was not funny. It was awkward. It's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like those things where, you know, when you write a character that's annoying and you show they're annoying by having the character, other characters feel they're annoying only for the audience to find the character annoying and hating them. It's kind of the same thing where if it's confusing to the character, then it's confusing to the audience. It's the Vanellope problem. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there. Not in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's, I don't know. I still really enjoyed this a lot. I do agree that the, when I sit down and think about it, the fact that they kept running into the beagles was a contrivance. But honestly, I was more focused on the fact that I really liked the way they um, introduced the tumble bum scene. I like a creepy clown every once in a while. Ugh, no. (laughs) That was fine. I like the creepy clown. Yeah, that was, that was I did like that the they branched the Beagle Boys out. Like yeah. I thought that was fun. Yeah, and I I also I also kind of like that joke with the um ugly failures where you have the one of them who's got his <laughs> hair covering his eyes and then he just moves them aside and he's got these really highly detailed anime looking eyes and you're just like, "Huh, okay." And then it's never referenced. It's just that's what his eyes look like. Nobody reacts to them. I feel like they they crammed in too many jokes in this episode, and there wasn't really a payoff for the Beagles being Mm -hmm. such a diverse slash not-so-diverse groups of three. (laughs) Yeah, and I also didn't feel that Mob... The problem was I wasn't really on the side of the protagonist, because they do show up to Mob Beagle's birthday and stuff a cake in her face. I mean, she probably deserved it, but... (laughs) That doesn't mean it's but right. You just don't go to the party, right? Like, yeah. she's not going to your house, throwing stuff in your face. Bob Eagle like, does not really work for me as a villain in the show. Like, she did the first round. This time I was like, you're... Uh, she's just know. not interesting, man. She's really uninteresting. I was fine with her chasing Webby through the fun house because I, I thought that was a great ending for her being sunken in the ball pit. Like, that was great. Yeah. This was just, eh, okay. She had a birthday. It should have been a real massacre, but can't show that on <laughs> Disney XD, so, okay. Y 7 doesn't let us go that far unless you're Samurai Jack. The DuckTales TVMA. I'd watch it. Why not? Gosh. At this point. Yeah. Jared's secretly DVRing that one. Uh, I can't deny that. Oh, no. But, yeah. um, Yeah, I think... I don't know. I've been enjoying Ma Beagle well enough, but she's not the most interesting antagonist I've ever come across. I do in, kind of like the ongoing joke of Big Time never being able to get every, anything right ever. And the fact that he, you know, he's actually completely aware of it. And he's sitting... That's the same impressed you knew his name was Big Time. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, the short one. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you get that from the comics? No. Okay. Well, okay. In the comics, they don't pay attention closer to this show yeah. than I am. <laughs> yeah. The, in the wow. comics, they don't have names. They just have serial numbers. Why did I bring that up? I don't even know. Yeah. Why? This is your own fault. No, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've watched these episodes a couple That's times, so I can remember most of the names. You saw God. this episode multiple times. It's only been out like a few days. Yes. Goodness. It was. It was new Ducktales. I watched it a few times. Oh, I feel like I don't even love <laughs> Star Wars compared to your love of. The I don't know how anyone would have a desire to rewatch this episode. There's yeah. no freaking Scrooge in it. That's the only reason I watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least you're being like, and the weird thing is because of how this is set up, it's framed that Scrooge, like in the original show, Scrooge had foils, right? Scrooge had antagonists. Right. In this one, it's framed like the antagonists are all to Webby, and then by extension, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Because the, Scrooge never really battles with anybody except in the pilot where he kind of kind of was battling with Scottish McDuckface. I don't remember what his name is. More of like a battle of wits. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like they're out to get them because they're now bitter enemies like Mob Eagle is with the nephews and Webby. Maybe that's hmm. one of my problems too, is I feel like they're unequally matched. And I I like Webby being this ultra powerful yet socially awkward you know, ninja, but I don't feel like the Beagles should have struggled so hard with her. Hmm. Yeah, and and like, I, I, I thought the gist was that Lena is like street savvy and like fast talker. Like that was like her thing, right? But it's it's not. She's just a magic user, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and the whole them faking a British accent was just cringy, not funny. <laughs> like, I mean, and it went I will way too I laughed, long. but it was cringy. It was mm. just weak. It was shark weak. I did like that this episode had a good example of a Chekhov's gun. In what sense? In that was... the uh, amulet. So Webby points it out. Is that an ancient Sumerian amulet? And then the amulet comes in at the end when she summons Magicka. Yeah, except a Chekhov's gun means that it executes on something related to the plot. And this just is a, mm. for a stinger. But yes, there is foreshadowing with regards to the amulet. Or at least it's called out. Yeah. If, if you didn't read the word we don't say, then you wouldn't have picked that up. Technic- so. Technically, in screenwriting, it's rule of threes, right? So they should have referenced right. it one more time before it was paid off. Yeah. yeah. You could have. So, I mean, an easy zero way. Out of ten. <laughs> an easy zero way. Out of ten. An easy way for them to do that actually would have been maybe it, you know, it falls out of her shirt at one point while they're struggling with the Beagle Boys, and one of them notices it and tries to grab it from her, and she grabs it back. And then they run away. And so, you, you know. Can put it in your fanfic. Yeah. Make this episode TV not. <laughs> yeah, make this episode not boring and weak. <laughs> yeah. They did have a moment of the, of, you know, how TV shows forget that the characters have cell phones. In that when they say, we need to go get Uncle Scrooge and Beakley. And then, like, no time. And I'm like. You you have a cell phone. Assuming well, Louis charged, yeah. Well, assuming Louis charged his cell phone from the previous episode, you can call them and they can make it down there while you're doing something to, else to help. Hey, wait. You know who else was in this episode? Donald. Launchpad. Oh, yeah. What the heck's Launchpad? He's in those really great shorts that happen yeah. in between each. Yeah. Okay. Those yeah. are really funny. But yeah. it's like I've only seen two of them, but every time I chuckle. Yep. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're good. Yeah. It's just a throwaway joke, and Lena's a main character. Great. Yeah. Was I think 
One of the worst parallel universe. I think. Darkest timeline. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think he'll be in the next episode. I guess you guys both have beards, so we probably are in the darkest timeline. Mm-hmm. The Tunnel of Terra. The kids explore an abandoned subway tunnel. What yeah. about Scrooge? Oh, he's not even credited in this episode. Oh, wait, there he is. Never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> are you looking at spoilers for next week? No, I just was on IMDb and I went to the next. There's no spoilers. It's not out yet. Yeah, it's a pre. It's it's in the preview. Oh, okay. There's previews. Well, I'm not yeah. watching them. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Yeah, many times. Yeah. Has everybody said what they want to say about this episode before um, final comments? James, what did you think about the Beagle Birthday Massacre? It should have been a real massacre. Thank you for the, burp. the birthday. You're welcome. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt about this episode. I mean, it was fine. I can't imagine watching it more than once. That was not casting shade at anyone else on this podcast. How many how many stars would you give it? Um I'll give it three. Derek? Mm, I'm gonna give it two. I lied. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm a jerk. I will say on this one that after about the third time watching it, I felt less it was the fourth time. I felt less inclined to watch it again oh compared to the God. other episodes. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? No, I wanted to make sure I could provide an interesting analysis. You watched 80 minutes of just this episode? I want new episodes. <laughs> okay, Nathan, what are your final thoughts? Hey, 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 score. Yeah. yeah, it's a three. I'm giving it a three. Because he only watched it four times. <laughs> If you had watched it at five, it would have been a four. <laughs> Is that how it works? You take the number you've watched it, subtract one, and that's the stars? So yeah. I think it's zero? Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd give it a four, I probably would have need to have watched it like six times or something like that. Oh, gosh. You're a crazy man. <laughs> I recommend all this good stuff for you to watch, and you're just watching freaking the Beagle Birthday Massacre <laughs> 24 hours a day. It's just on a loop. I'm enjoying myself. You're that's like all that, that matters. They like those Rick and Morty streams on YouTube. They're just Rick and Morty for years, and it's just the one episode. It's like, please, make it stop. <laughs> oh, gosh. That actually happens? Yes, anyway, I did not think this episode was very good. In fact, I'd say it was the worst one we've seen so far. And it's at the bottom of my quality tier, and I would also give it two, because it could be worse. It could be, uh, I don't know, that Spider-Man show that keeps showing up in the previews when I watch (laughs) stuff, and it looks like it was freaking animated in, like, freaking Microsoft PowerPoint, so it's not that. Hey, so it's got that going for it. You know, at least they had a way to animate it, I guess. <laughs> God, let's not watch that, because I will. I can't stand it. Okay, look, if we were ever going to watch a Spider-Man show, we would watch um, Spectacular Spider-Man, because now it I... is spectacular. No. What, what if it's amazing? No. Starring mm. Keith Richards. Wait, no, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> no. And Electro. You say no, James, but Spectacular Spider-Man is actually really good. I'm not watching Spider-Man for this How do we know? Wait, how many times did you watch the Spectacular Spider-Man episode 4? It's not as good as DuckTales because I only watched season 1 once and I haven't watched season 2 yet. Oh, zero stars. Okay, (laughs) moving on. It was made by Greg Weissman, James. Who's that? The guy that did the first season of Rebels. That's the only thing I've watched of his. 
Mm-hmm. I should not be confessing on this podcast. Nathan, wrap it up. <laughs> what is this? You guys just watch trash for children. Anyway. I mean, yes. Now let's review this children's show. <laughs> In explicit detail. This is the dichotomy of our lives. I think this is the worst episode so far in the great list. I would put Same. it at the bottom. Same. It's worse than Day Trip of Doom. Because Day Trip Same. of Doom has jokes that have payoffs, like the ball pit. This mm. does not have jokes with setups and payoffs. Yeah, I would put it... Yeah, I'll say it's the worst. I'm not going to argue against that. But my scale may be slightly different from yours. Is it now? <laughs> I don't care. The numbers <laughs> don't lie. So... <laughs> So episode four is in slot four, and for those curious about the list, it's Great Dime Chase, Woo Ooh, Day Trip of, I just hate saying that, Day Trip of Doom, and the Beagle Birthday Massacre. So thank you for listening to this quick and dirty episode of the Beagle Birthday Massacre, DuckTales. Even though this episode wasn't very good, you should still watch the show because it's pretty decent. <laughs> Especially if you want to find out who Joey's mother is. <laughs> you joke, but there are people that want to know. Yeah, All there is seven, person. seven of you are already watching the show, so me saying this isn't going to persuade you. Um, I'm Nathan, Twitter at the useless god, to tell me all about how friggin' Dewey's mom is the key to all this because she's the funnier character than we've ever had. And she'll tie the whole series together and it will unify the heavens and freaking Republicans and Democrats will work together, cats and dogs, all of that off the stupid mother. I don't care, but you can tell me all that and I'll ignore you. Derek. You can tell me how offer support for the abuse that I take on Twitter at <laughs> Burning Lizard. You can send him money to his PayPal for his therapy sessions. <laughs> Wait, are we all are we all accepting money for therapy? Oh, just Derek. Oh, just the only one that thinks mom thing's important, so we just send him to therapy. <laughs> <sighs> Heaven forbid I like fiction. Sheesh. <laughs> and you can Twitter me at bingewatchfan and tell me why the children's trash I'm watching is wrong and which children's trash I should watch instead. You should just watch the Beagle's birthday mask again. Four times. What if Ma Beagle is their mom? <laughs> think about it, Derek. I want you to think about it this week. That would, they be, would be. that would be a significant divergence from established canon. <laughs> you, you just <laughs> used the canon word on DuckTales? Eh, Woo. Each can, well, each show has its own canon, just like each country has its own canon, and each writer within that country has their own canon. This is just... I have a stomachache. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I give people headaches. You should go have some delicious duck. Ooh, duck. All right. Thank you all for listening. It's been a pleasure. on my podcast sorry he has drunk day instead of burp day <laughs> drunk right. i'll start over i will say <laughs> opening and ending music by at ben sound podcast cover art by nathan rackley at draw on twitter <laughs>